think if you can be flexible with your team, um, that goes a long way towards them doing right by you. Welcome back to Women at Work, a podcast for and about the women of the remodeling and construction industry, brought to you by Pro Remodeler and Pro Builder magazines. I'm Annie Sobolski, your co-host and the associate editor for Pro Remodeler. 2020 is coming to a close, and what a wild ride it's been. But for our guest today, Tanya Donahue, the owner and president of Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath, this isn't the first storm she's weathered. We'll hear how she's moved beyond the buzzword and actually implemented transparency while creating a winning culture to survive through these tough times. But first, a quick request for me. If you like what you're hearing and want us to keep putting out new episodes, it would help us a lot if you'd leave a rating and review wherever you get your audio. Even a short review helps show support for women builders, designers, and business managers who are killing it at work and beyond. And on to the show. I read the article that you did on transparency, and one of the things that I loved was that, like, cost breakdown visual. Um, it almost, like, looks like a nutrition label with all the, you know, right. the ingredients, quote, and the costs or the calories, you know. So who came up with that, and how has it been received, and has, has there been any uh, – more iterations on that or any changes? So that started, you know, everything starts with the client. You know, I, I say to our team all the time, our, the client is our boss. So the client will let you know what they need. And we started having a lot of conversations with people of, um, you know, our typical setup is that we give a complete cost and everything's included. But we started getting into the weeds a little bit with, well, I don't understand where my costs are. How can I make good decisions? And again, you know, being a learner, you have to step back and say, okay, people are trying to tell us something. We have to address this and give the salespeople the tools to be able to have a clear, concise conversation about what it takes. And it's funny that you mentioned the nutrition label because one of the things we talk about is the recipe for success. Um, So that's you know, that's part of, um, we've got a big mission wall here at, in the showroom that talks about that, you know, that it's not just one thing. It's it's a myriad of things that it takes to get a project done, but then how do you have a client understand that, right? So that's, so that's how it started, um, and it's been received very, very well. Um, the salespeople certainly appreciate it because it, it's kind of an easy template for them to um, to use. Um, they don't have to go down a rabbit hole of, you know, we don't want to have excuses. We want to have explanations. So, so it's been uh, it's been a really great thing for us, and we've even evolved now to the point where we have even done like another subcategory of even for change orders of here's the calculator, here's how this is going to work. You know, it's going to be X amount per hour for this trade, this trade, this trade. Here's our overhead. Here's our profit. Here's what you're going to pay. And people seem to really, um, they go, oh, okay, that's fair. So we've even kind of gone into a little bit of a deeper dive on that end because, again, change orders were becoming a problem. Well, I don't understand where the costs are. Okay, well, let's show it to you. And we just lay it out, and it just takes the takes the guesswork out of it for everyone, for the clients, and then for our team. For us, this was a way for us to understand this is how we do the job that we do. This is how we promise you a start and an end date, 
and stick to that. And this is how uh, we have designers helping you through the project, and we have project managers on site making sure that everything goes smoothly. You know, it's all about for us, it's what happens from, you know, our front door when they come in, whether it's our virtual door now, um, to their back door when we're when we're leaving and the project's done. Um, that's that's what you know that breakdown is meant to explain. So let's say I'm a company and I really want to start being more transparent. What's my first step? Is there anything I should avoid? <laughs> Baby steps, I would say. Um, you know, be careful. You have to decide. One of the biggest, you know, you talk to ten different. Um, you know, remodeling firms, and you'll get ten different answers on how they, um, how they book their job costs. You know, there's a lot of talk about what's above the line, what's below the line, what's overhead, what's direct job costs. So, you know, you really have to look at how you do things and decide how much you want to share. Um, so I would say if anyone's looking at, to do it initially, I would take it in bigger chunks. And try to say, okay, let me let me break it into you know four or five pieces and see how that looks, and really give yourself that gut check of does this make sense? Because if you don't understand it or can't talk to one of your other people in a leadership position and say, what do you think about this, and have them get it right away, certainly a client who has never hasn't probably remodeled in 20 years. Um, and what you're explaining to them costs more than a lot of times the house that they built um, for for a space to be renovated, you know, that won't fly. And you're going to go down a deep path that you don't want to go down. And then you become, you know, ex- explaining things again. And um, and it becomes an excuse, and then you lose the, the trust of the client. So I would say my best advice would be start small, take it in bigger chunks, and test the waters with your leadership team or someone that you know and trust and say, okay, hey, listen, if I was going to say to you this kitchen's $50,000 and you wanted to break down and I broke it into three three pieces, what do you think about that? And see what the reaction is. Um, I think it's super important because if you have a sales team and they're not comfortable with it or they don't even understand it, um, it's going to backfire and you're going to get the totally opposite result of what you intended which is transparency is equals trust. So from the trust that you're building with your staff to the trust that you're building with your clients, uh, do you have any other tips for creating a company culture that's positive, uh, even in normal times, you know, without the pandemic? Well, we've done, we've done a few things here that I think has helped. I mean, you know, one of the things that we start with is what do our people need from us? And, and again, these lessons were learned over our time of what did we need when we were bringing up a young family and trying to work and all the struggles, you know. So we are very um, open and flexible, flexi- flexible schedules on, you know, if you have a doctor's appointment, if your child has a doctor's appointment, or, you know, you're, I know some of the moms and dads out there, you know, they a school play that's at 10 o'clock in the morning, you know, that, that makes it challenging. So, um, you know, we make it very easy for our people to go to those things. We tell them all the time we don't want them to miss out on any of the important life moments 
Um, you know, everyone's an adult. Get your work done. We trust you. If you have to take off in the middle of the day to go to school, a school meeting, or um, go to a doctor's appointment, go for it. Um, so I think that's helped. Um, some of the other things that we've done from a culture standpoint is we try to, we did a patio outside um, for the staff, and we've got a gas grill out there. We've got a garden, and, you know, we've got cornhole out there. We call it our outdoor conference room, and it's kind of fun. And it, it builds that camaraderie. We do a lot of social events here. Well, like I said, this was, you know, pre-pandemic. We did that. But even during the pandemic, you know, there was Zoom cocktail hours and get-togethers and, you know, but those things wouldn't have worked if we hadn't have done those other things. Definitely recommend that. I think if you can be flexible with your team, that goes a long way towards them doing right by you. And it just makes for a happier work environment. Thanks to Tanya for joining me on the podcast and to all of you for listening. A link to more information about Rhode Island Kitchen and Baths in the show notes. Women at Work is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and anywhere else where you get your audio. If you like what you're hearing so far, I'd love it if you took a minute to rate and review the show on whatever platform you use. On the next episode, we'll feature another female professional who's making some serious moves in the industry. Until then, follow us on social and keep on working.